All righty. We are on the air. Everything goes. <laughs> it's controversial. Holy jumping. It's going to be the show of shows, I think. Maybe it'll be the show that'll get me kicked out. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're seeing everybody coming in. Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, you know, I'm uh, glad you made it. Wow, the room's filling up pretty quick. So I'm assuming everybody got their e email, which is good. Um, you know, we're going to be doing a live show today on a lot of different topics. I'm going to talk today about a topic I really don't like talking about. I got to say I'm not really a fan of this discussion matter, but I have to talk about it because it's pertaining to, hey, Sam, how you doing? Uh, it's pertaining... Um, to the genital mutilation of people in the Western Hemisphere, including Europe and the United States, Canada, and, and anywhere else. Um, the, what I mean by the, hey, Virginia, how you doing? What I mean by the, uh, Sexual or genital mutilation is this transgender horseshit that they're propagating. And the idea that they have the conception, it's not even an idea, it's a conception that because you feel a certain whatever, you are whatever, you know, and that's pure bullshit. I'm going to, and again, anybody who, who's listening to the show, I'm going to explain why it's all bullshit. I'm going to explain why it's about genital mutilation. I'm going to also share why this is a form of Moloch worship. Okay, it's all about you sacrificing who you are, what you are, and what you were meant to be. You're trading that for some kind of matrix mantra to self-destruct. See, I don't think God made a mistake when he created us genetically. But what I think has happened over decades and decades and decades of violating the earth with genetic material, over a period of time, your genetic code was under an attack that nobody was aware of. And we are talking all about this organic bullshit. That's all bullshit has been bullshit for over 60 years. Total bullshit. Hey, Iron, how you doing? So anyway, what's going on today is you got this religion. Let's call it what everyone's call, said today. And I thought it's true. Hey, Karen. Um... This is a new religion, or not a new religion, a resurfaced religion, where you self-mutilate yourself, cut off your balls, you cut off your breast, so that you can allow the other aspect, your femme side or your masculine side, to take over. Total, total, total bullshit. Back in the day, back in the 70s and 80s, they used to have this concept. They used to tell us that men needed to get in touch with their female side. 
Shit, I told everybody, my female side, I sold that off for a nickel. It just kept getting in the way. Every time I'd go to the grocery store, I couldn't figure out what I wanted. I was always confused. Oh, I want to look at the pretty color. I need this. No, maybe I need that. No, maybe. So I got rid of it. So now when I go into the store, I know exactly what I want. Go get it and, get, and go to the uh, till and pay for it and get out. <laughs> so that's, that's how I, I dealt with it. <laughs> Sold it for a nickel. The idea that we are needing to discover that we're uh that we are that we are in the wrong body shows a lack of understanding biology and it shows a lack of understanding how we develop mature and evolve and the word evolution doesn't mean that you're going to go from you know, monkey to man, it means growth and change. That's all it means. So we're going to be evolving from a child into a state of puberty, which goes through its own evolution. And then we go from that to becoming men and women. And then what winds up happening is we start to, again, evolve further. That's called life. That is what life is. It's about evolution, change, growth, and depth. Hey, Yanni, you made it. Yay. So when you're going through the transition from puberty to maturity in regarding your sexuality, now I'm finding people who have gone through the pro, uh, process, actually a friend of mine sent me this video about a person who went through the whole process. This is what they're going to do to you so you understand how they're going to F you up with this genetic alteration that they planned for you. It's like a church or like a cult. See, so you come in, oh, come on in. We know we love you. And we're, we're, you're so, and you're doing the right thing. And you, oh, man, you are, we are with you. And we're going to, oh, ah, e, ah, and all that bullshit. That's how cults work. They make you feel like you're wanted and you found a family. You found a place where you can feel like you belong. You found that connection. Then they start, how you doing, ADAG4R? <laughs> then they start with the hormone replacement therapy. It's called HRT because that's what it is. So if you're a young girl and you walk in and you say, I want to be a boy. I feel I'm more of a boy than I am a girl. I don't like girly things. Big deal. A lot of girls don't like girly things. A lot of girls like going fishing and hunting and playing baseball and playing sports and riding bikes and doing hiking and all kinds of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. And that does not that does not define your femininity either. What you like and who you are are two different things. Okay? Two different things. You can be a girl and like playing baseball. You can be a girl and like going rock climbing. I, I grew up with women that had uh, a certain strength to them. And they partic sometimes they participated with men uh, in sports or other activities, you know, fishing or camping or hiking or whatever. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. 
You don't have to be a male to do this. And there are men who some like art and they like certain colors in art. I'm not that type of guy, but there are guys that like this kind of stuff. There are guys who don't are not very physical. They're more along a whole another line. That does not define your masculinity. That does not define your um, your gender identification either. There are some people that like doing things like photography and art and maybe uh, stargazing or whatever that wouldn't normally be construed as masculine. Not by the matrix standard anyway. So when we're looking at what we are and what we like, it doesn't define your masculinity or your femininity at all. It may be it may appear unusual in society for people to act a certain way because they are of this gender or that gender, but that doesn't mean anything either. Your biology is what happens is when you go see these these priests of Baal or these priests of Moloch, let's call them what they are, satanically worshiping priests disguised as doctors and allopaths and geneticists, they would get you in their clutches and sacrifice you to their God by giving you first and foremost, see, they're not throwing you in the fiery pit anymore. No, now they're just, just going to fuck you up. That's the easiest way of putting it. They're not going to engage you with hormone replacement therapy. They're going to give you, if you're a young woman, they're going to give you estrogen blockers and they're going to give you testosterone. At 13 years old and 14 years old and 15 years old, this is suicide on the endocrine system. This is suicide on the endocrine system because that sometimes, that sometimes cannot be reversed, especially when it's done at such a young age. It cannot be reversed. Now, let me give you the side effects of what happens. What happens when you are a young woman getting testosterone therapy? You may have facial hair starting to grow. You may have your jawline starting, starting to square off. You may have what they call clit clitoral hypertrophy, which means your clitoris will start to grow. And that doesn't always go back. You may have skeletal uh, metamorphosis happening. In other words, you'll start thickening up on the skeletal level, and that may never go back. Okay, now you're saying, well, I'm trying to be a boy anyway. Well, that's the point. You're 13 years old. What the hell do you know about biology? Nothing. And you don't know if these hormones that they're giving you isn't going to up the way create a cancer inside of you. Nope, I missed it. So if you're... Um, is he on? Okay. Uh, Bingman, are you in? Hello? Oh. Okay. Anyway, so what happens is you can get these hormones inside of you 
And because they have such a disruptive influence, they can wipe out your liver. They can wipe out your spleen. They can wipe out your endocrine system. Okay, so you have to understand that you are not, <laughs> you are not, this is not a safe procedure. And at 13 years old, you have no idea what this is going to do to you hormonally and how it's going to even affect your brain. Women are estrogenically designed. The highest concentration of estrogen is in the heart, the brain, then the reproductive system. For the males, same thing. 13-year-old male comes in, they're going to now castrate you. Or oh, I forgot to mention, when you're going in as a young woman, they're going to de basically, they're going to de-breast you. In other words, they're going to cut off your breast. They're going to remove the, the organs of the breast. This is not a painless situation here. This is a very painful procedure. How you doing, Linda? So when you're a male, now when you go in there, they're going to give you testosterone blockers. They're going to give you estrogen. And you're going to start seeing your, your breast develop. It's called gymnocostia. You're going to, then they're going to castrate you. And again, these procedures are irreversible. When you lo lose these organs, you're going to have to have a surgical procedure to get them back. None of this is cheap. None of this is, is um, uh, painless. And again, this is all about transformation and evolution. And now we're tampering with a type, type of genetics and biology that should never, never, never be touched with. And again, parents that are allowing their kids to go through all this bullshit, they need their head examined. Period. So you have to understand that this is all about a satanic religion. It's been around forever. We call it Moloch worship or Baal worship. And this is what is this going on, the sacrificing of the genitals. This is genital mutilation. Okay. The governments that are involved with this are Satanists to the core. Satanists to the core. So you're not dealing with an ethical government on any level. No, 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 uh, nobody, this is not, not on any level, in any way, shape, or form, right, on, even on a scientific basis. Biology is biology. You know, I was reading something in the, in the Bible the other day and how God was, had created every species according to itself. In other words, God had already designed a genetics for every species. And when he got done building everything or creating everything, he said it was good. He had designed everything accordingly. So when we're looking at this horseshit that they're, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it a modern day eunuch, Deborah. I would call it what it is, sexual mutilation. They are destroying young people's lives by, by castration and, again, reorientating their endocrine system with, this, with these chemicals. You know, even... When bodybuilders are taking testosterone, for the women take it as well. If you look at a woman bodybuilder, you will notice that she has a lot of masculine features. Look at her jawline. Look at their face. Uh, again, if their pants are down, look at their clitoris. They have an extended clitoris, and, and, and it's quite pronounced. 
that's just some of the signs of the damage that this stuff can do. And then when you look at the facial hair that they have to, that, and the deepening of the voice, okay, again, we're looking at a whole change in their whole uh, physiology. So when we're looking at what's going on today, and that's just in the bodybuilding world. And with the guys, when you see these guys with these big pump muscles and stuff, they have to take estrogen blockers as well because testosterone converts to estrogen. So even the young women, when they go into the change, giving them testosterone, but they are also... Um, they're also Answer set. Oh, Answer shoot. They're also um, um, when they when they give them the testosterone, they have to give them uh, Novodex or some other estrogen blockers as well, so that the testosterone doesn't convert and bind to the estrogen receptor site. And basically, you're reprogramming those receptor sites to accept estrogen or hormones. They're not meant to. Uh, um, yeah, I know. It. it, it uh, you think they would have learned? But anyway, um, so anyhow, even with bodybuilders and stuff, you see them and they're doing all these contests and stuff. But after about 10 years or so, it actually kills them, kills a lot. Most bodybuilders who are you see today who have um, been in some of these mu muscle magazines, a lot of them are dead by the time they're 50. Their livers are shot. Their spleen is shot. Because you you hyper you hyper uh, rev up the body to uh, use these chemicals. So, like I said, it's very difficult for um, uh, your system to adapt. And this is such a horrendous thing they're doing on a genetic level and a biological level. Because at the age of thirteen and fifteen, that's a transitional time when young men and women are starting to evolve in their puberty into becoming men and women. And when you engage them with the wrong type of material, it can, it can permanently damage them or even shorten their lives. Hey, Claudine, you made it. Yes, I see. I see your picture. You are in. Ta-da. <laughs> So, like I said, I got this today. I don't even like talking about this topic because just the idea of, I mean, understanding genetics and biology the way I do and the endocrine system, uh, yeah, it it irks my ire. You have no idea. Anyway, I'm going to play a little something by Jordan Peterson. Um, he was having a discussion with uh, Joyce. Let me see who it is. Oh, it ain't there. Give me one minute. Um With Helen Joyce, she's in uh, she's in Ireland. She wrote a book called Trans. They're having a discussion about it about this book, and they get into it pretty deeply. And I thought, well, this is a good topic. I it's the first time I've heard it discussed in an intellectual way, where um, you could see Jordan Peters, Peterson talking about it on a psychological profile. As well as, as well as um, anatomically, and they both were talking about it even on a spiritual sense. Uh, and one of them wasn't even a, uh, she was she said she's not a Catholic anymore, 
you know, and I get that too. I know why a lot of Catholics aren't Catholics anymore because they're beginning to realize that the Catholic faith is about as useless as it gets. Um, so they they are understanding it. They, now it's basically the problem is with that when you discover that the religious ideologies that you've been believing in for a long period of time uh, and come to a conclusion that they really have absolutely no merit. The problem with everybody, whatever, what happens to everybody is they throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, because again, everyone ties religion to God. God is not a religious God. God has never been religious on any level. And the only reason he uh, got, as far as I can understand anyway, he got the people of Israel to form rituals and to form um, different things so that he could break them from the Egyptian religious religious they had, or religions they had, and these false gods. And by giving him the, these laws and, and rituals for them to perform, he gave them a sense of identity that was their own unique identity. And after Isaiah 1, he, you know, God just told him, look, the only reason why you're doing what you're doing is because you, you do whatever you want anyway, and then you just sort of pay me for it. Pay your, like, you know, you can, it's like, you know, uh, having a hooker. You know, you pay her for the services, yet you know you shouldn't be having that hooker. And that goes both ways, men and women. So you so you pay the price, you go to the doctor, you get your antibiotic, whatever, and then you go back and you do it again. So God said, this is not the way it works. So anyway, uh, when we're looking at this, these, this situation, uh, again, religion is dead and is, has always been dead. And I think what's happening today is people are coming to the conclusion that religion is a dead, dead concept. All right, I'm going to let Jordan Peterson talk here. I think you'll gain something out of it. I hope you do. Anyway, give me one minute. All righty, here we go. So much idiot ideology obscuring this and so much self-deception and narcissism on the part of the people who are doing it and undertaking it that we don't have clear data. But what we bloody well do know is that a huge number of people who are doing this have been pulled into a psychogenic fad and then are undergoing unbelievably dangerous hormonal transformation because hormones are no joke. They are powerful physiological agents. And then the surgery itself is, well, it couldn't, it, if the only way it could be more brutal in a fundamental sense is if it was done without anesthetic, right? This is not something you waltz into for one day. And, and, uh, and then like, it's a minor modification of some trivial element of your identity. These but are life-changing procedures. It is. And I it's know, about I that know, for exactly. as well. You know, that you can go through the opposite yeah. sex puberty or that, you know, the, the, the wilder reaches of the, the trans lobby will talk about things like putting all children on puberty blockers until we grow up enough that we decide which puberty we want to undergo. And I mean, I, I was brought up Catholic. I'm no longer a believer at all. But I, I listen to this and I just think that's, that's demonic, actually. It's, That's it's a hell of a evil. thing for an ex-Catholic to say. Yeah, you know? yeah, but I, I don't well, you think so, so. To say that to children, to give children that idea, I think you know, whoever, whosoever misleads one of these children, you know, it's yeah, the worst thing yeah, you can do, yeah. and they do yeah. all the time. Well, so well, so let me ask you about this then. You know, one of the things that I have noticed is that people tend to come to religious convictions not so much when they discover the nature of good, but when they discover the nature of evil and the reality of evil. 
and you call you know you described yourself as a lapsed catholic let's say but you've been talking about the battle that's been happening right now in religious and theological terms and i think that indicates the depth of the battle and then also making the case that while the willingness to sacrifice children to the dictates of a narcissistic ideology borders on the demonic it's pretty strong language for someone who's not religious and so one of the things i've been concerned about is that when god dies to use the nietzschean phrase that and we no longer attribute to god what is god's and attribute to caesar what is caesar's we start to attribute to caesar what is god's and that contaminates the political with the religious and so i think that even if you're a secularist you have to start to understand if you're sophisticated that some elements of the axioms of perception and cognition themselves are so deep they're so fundamental that they're outside the realm of the political they might even be outside the realm of the philosophical they're down in the realm of the sacred and that's true that whether word. you're Okay, okay, so why? Why what given your lapsed catholic state, let's say. It it's weird, right? Because there's this there's this ambivalence in in your conceptualization. I, I don't I don't I'm feel agnostic about this. Yeah. But, okay, okay. So yeah. I'd like to hear about about that. So I don't describe myself as a lapsed catholic because really I just don't believe at all anymore, but the reason I don't believe is that I don't think it's true. It's not because I can't feel the emotional and spiritual content of what's being said is that i think it's factually false and maybe that just shows my lack of poetry and imagination as a human being but i can't get past it anyway however i do think that there is something sacred in the creation of a new life by a couple and a mother who grows a baby for 9 months i've done it twice it was it's not something that you could or should talk about in monetary or financial or economic terms or even in prosaic everyday terms it's something extraordinary it's it's a miracle in all righty i'm just going to play a little bit of that i i will have this um either on the pod being uh, uh pod that i'm working on for tomorrow <clears throat> i am putting a lot of the stuff that we're putting in the um in this uh live show uh, on the pod so that people can you know also keep up with what we're doing here but you're getting the point here this is a you know i mean jesus said back it was better for man to have a millstone tied around his neck than to mislead one of these his little ones these bastards don't care of what repercussions are going on and what's going on right now in all of this shit um is that everything is going right now in the in the in this matrix in this matrix and um you have to understand that it's going to be up to us those of us who are aware and awake enough to know that the very essence of life is being corrupted and to be able to help people find uh some kind of hope and lead them to where they need to go and i think and that's interesting comment he made that people don't find god when they see good they find god when they see the evil when these children reach 20s and realize sex or intimacy has none or little sensation they will be angry at their parents for not protecting them from the movement 
angry people can be a danger to society. I think, too, on the same token, um, at 13 years old, most 13-year-olds today, well, I shouldn't say today. Let me talk about my time. A 13-year-old at my time was looking at playing sports, traveling, making money, uh, getting an education, whatever it may have been. And if you're already and if you're already leaning towards sex, chasing young girls to see if you could exchange DNA. That's that was it. That was one of those things that was going on. But for the most part. If there wasn't any viable candidates around, <laughs> just put it that way, viable, you know, specimens to be able to exchange that DNA, then other things were being looked at. You know, other forms of entertainment or other forms of development, whatever. You know, um, so when we're looking at the when we're looking at what's going on well, wow isn't that fun uh so when we're looking around what's going on today and the fact that young people today do not have that same fire or are being so heavily influenced by the media to transition to something that they're not meant to transition those in charge of the media, and we know Satan's in charge of the airwaves, are creating these anomalies to occur to our young people. And this idea of tolerance, they talk about this in that interview, about how, you know, tolerance, and if you're not tolerant and you're not loving, then you're basically, you know, some kind of uh, predator. The Bible says, he, he, uh, uh, if you speak the truth, you will become an enemy. And it's true. If the moment you open your mouth and, and speak the truth to whatever is going on today, you become the bad guy. Now you're considered to be a predatory um, force that isn't uh, isn't compassionate or isn't this or isn't that or whatever whatever the situation is that they're promoting. How program must a parent be to sacrifice your child? Not once, but twice, I would be interested to see the stats and the correlation between the children who are going to these blockers and whether or not they're also taking the carrot. Yeah, there's, a, there's an interesting concept. I think it's, I think today, I think that all plays, uh, that all has a play in it for sure. But I also think today we're also seeing the frequencies that are being emitted from satellites, towers, iPads, cell phones. Imagine you've got a cell phone in your hand and it's constantly barraging you with this soft porn genital mutilation process. And imagine that frequency from the phone that you're holding is telling you to feel gay or to feel like a lesbian or to feel whatever you're feeling. Anything but a normal male, female, um, connection that's also going to have a play because it's going to affect the, the biological chemistry, the physiological chemistry, the endocrine system, the brain itself. So, it I wouldn't be a bit surprised at the technology that people are exposed to. Look, your car is even emitting frequencies, 
Go into a store, it's emitting frequencies. We're constantly being barraged by different frequencies. You go into a store and you're getting hit with frequencies. You're buying shit you don't normally buy. You're putting shit in your cart thinking, I need this, I need that. Really, you got you don't need it. Or you go into a store having a, a thing in your mind, what you need to pick up, and the moment you go into the store, you forgot what you were going in there for. Think about that. Where is that all coming from? How is that affecting you? How is that impacting you? Now imagine you got, and all these kids today got these damn cell phones. So if all they're seeing in social media is, oh, I feel like a girl, I feel like a boy, I feel like a chimpanzee, or the other concept, there's what is over a hundred different identifying titles indicating what kind of sex or sexuality you are. Oh, I'm a foo-foo today. I'm gender neutral. You know, I'm, you know, whatever. Imagine that being barraging your child every day, hours on end. So, like I said, you know, we are dealing with a, a an assault on our genetics. And I've been saying this for a long time. The key to a healthy body or a healthy lifestyle is to protect your genetic code, which is becoming more difficult by the day because of the fact um, um, you know, when you're, when you look at today's, um, um, lost my thought here. I got distracted for a second. It'll come back to me. Um, yeah. when we're looking at today and with the kids today and what's going on and the assault on the genetic code, this is another means to bring the population down to a, a manageable, not only a manageable level, but at, on a level that is going to allow for a quick conquest of mankind. People that are in charge today are just, they're looking at conquest. Uh, All righty, have a good sleep. Have a good sleep. Uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, QCAC. Alrighty. Um, yeah, remember on Saturdays I do a daytime show for those people overseas. So it usually goes on about 3 o'clock Eastern on uh, um, over here. So I will do another one this Saturday for those people in uh, across the seas there. Alrighty. Um, when we're looking at um, when we're looking at what we're looking at today in regarding to the assault this is, again, about conquer conquering mankind. You know, we've taken out the elderly with these bioweapons. Now we're taking out the youth with psychological weapons and frequency-altering programs and cell phone. You know, the when we're looking at the ideas that are being put out there today... Um, the, you know, the, the idea that they're putting out there today for young people to accept this genetic mutilation, because they don't see it as genetic mutilation. They got this Walt Disney cartoon popping into their head, thinking, oh, wouldn't that be nice if you were you know, this gender or that gender? I just had to talk to a buddy of mine who's Mediterranean, and he, um, 
is building a spike. <laughs> he married the Mediterranean women as well. <laughs> she told him what she could do with that. He could do with that spike. <laughs> Where you could place the pads. <laughs> I'll let your imagination run wild on that one. And I, I laughed. I said, that's a typical Mediterranean woman. <laughs> Mediterranean women are a little bit unique. I got to tell you, they got a lot of fires for sure. <laughs> anyway, um, I forget now where I was going with that. Because <laughs> I remember, remember what was going Anyway. Um, we were talking about, you know, men and women's role and, uh, and they're even talking about women's role here too. Women don't, I didn't understand. I hadn't understood for a long time. Well, I didn't get it for a long time. I always assumed some, certain things, but they were explaining how women have to deal with certain things that men don't and how they, uh, why they why they act the way they do a lot of times and i really never realized the full impact because i know men and women grow up with different challenges and it's a constant testing of the metal of the of the young people when they grow up um so when um when we're looking at the way things are Always remember, too, that because we're in this matrix, it's a program. All righty, you made it. Um, okay, remember that. They were talking about women and how women respond and how they react and how women become self-destructive. And that's what I never, I never realized before. And how women take out their self-destructiveness on their bodies. And they're also explaining how men and women perceive each other. Men are sexual, hands down. That's, they look at women, and they look at women from a physical perspective. Women look at men from a whole different ballgame. They look at women, men from a pers perspective of socializing, success, and strength. And so anyway, but in the, in, even in this... There are dynamics in both men and women that both men and women go through and neither understand what either side goes through. And I thought that was an interesting uh, topic of discussion as well. Because they're saying the bulk of these people getting the sex change, excuse me, are women, young girls. Young girls that have somehow been made to feel uh, inadequate, not insecure, inadequate. Okay. And that is a very dangerous precedent for anybody, to any, anybody, both men and women or young boys and young girls to be in, to be made to feel inadequate. And that's, and this is, and this is the matrix solution to that inadequacy. Oh, you're not, you, maybe you're, you're in the wrong body. And I thought how, how manipulative this whole dynamic is because, again, the powers that be understand the psychology of what's going on with both men and women because they're the ones that induce the, the, the uh, activities to create that dynamic. And, again, uh, we're fragmented as a people 
primarily because of what has transpired for everybody. And like I said, it was an in very interesting, um, it was a very interesting um, analysis that I, that I was listening to. I never had thought about this, but I remember growing up as a Mediterranean male and what I had to endure growing in that culture and what the Mediterranean uh, young women had to endure going, it's not easy on either end. And in a Mediterranean culture, the matriarchal, it's a matriarchal um, system. Mom and grandma have a lot of say. <laughs> hey, you made it. Wow. What day is it? <laughs> so in that system, when a male grows up, he has to deal with certain, certain, um, regulations let's say okay and he has to be able to at the same time um be able to make a stand toward the matriarchy without disrespecting it and it and there's a fine line with that there really is so um again you know and the, and the women again they have to deal with pressures from again the matriarchs as well so, and sometimes the fathers get involved with that. So, like I said, everyone goes through whatever they go through and it forges you in a certain way. Okay, the environment plays a major, major role in how um, people develop, even physiologically, biochemically, mentally, physically. You know, so... Again, it's important, like I said, that we begin to understand what's going on here so that these kids do not make the wrong choices. Again, this one woman that did the show, she was now trying to detransition and go back to being a woman. But I'm looking at her, and I was looking at the physio physiological aspect of her, and what I saw there, I already saw the metamorphosis of her skeletal structure. Her jawline had been squared was more pronounced uh i'm sure she was shaving uh, i'm sure she had a um uh if if they didn't if they didn't circumcise her clitoris i'm sure she would have had clitoral growth uh or overgrowth so again when we're looking at uh her going back i was pointing out to another colleague uh, and friend in regarding to what I was seeing anatomically, what you would see with bodybuilders, especially women bodybuilders that take this shit and how it can affect them uh, and how it can affect their skeletal. Like I said, a lot of this, a lot of this even if you detransition, uh, and again, she was also saying she was getting no support whatsoever in this whole detransitioning process, you know, Hey, Sherry, glad you made it. Yay. Um, the uh, Some of the changes that have been done are going to be irreversible. Are going to be irreversible. So like I said, we are living in a world today that's completely inverted, uh, perverted, and contorted. And it's, and it's going to, and again, in one way I can see why this is happening. Because it is like he, like Jordan Peter was saying, it's not when we see the goodness around the plant that we that we acknowledge God. It's when we see the shit, and the shit is about to turn into diarrhea. 
Okay, so it's, and I can see more and more people will draw near to God like never before. And I also can see more and more people are going to draw away from God because they're going to blame God for all this bullshit. You know, that's the first thing everyone does is they blame God, right? Oh, God, why did you do this to me, God? Oh, my gosh, God, why, why, why? Okay, and again, it may not be God doing anything. Just maybe the program, the operating system here that we're dealing with is what's causing all this bullshit. You know, when, it's, when uh, the Bible says you reap what you sow, karma says the same thing. You know, what you do will come back to you. Physics uh, says, you know, um, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So when we're dealing with some of the things that uh, we're seeing today, some of these programs have been engaged and have been going on for quite some time. And eventually they reach a climax and then they hit you. Today, it's just, just going on and on and on. Um, so we have to be, again, aware and prepared for these things that are happening in our environment. It's not just one thing anymore, you know. Uh, it's many things. There you go. Um, let me see. There was some other stuff I wanted to get to as well. Give me a minute here. Okay. Okay, we're talking, uh, earlier today I was talking to somebody else about um, certain things that were going on uh, in regarding to technology and biology. Um, and, and in the technological, talking about robots and robot programming and robot operations and things of this nature, uh, these robots are going to have a personality of their own. And it's important that um, uh, it's important that we we begin to realize that it's the same technology that is being implemented right now to implement controls in the future and not that far away to affect us on, in ways that we can't begin to imagine. Uh, the control factor is about, again, redirecting our evolution. And it'll be up to you and, or anybody else in, in order to stop this. Um, uh, let me see here. Let me read what, what Boris Johnson had warned or stated and I think it's important that you understand this because, again, when you're seeing young people being manipulated for, for genital mutilation, this is going to go on even in other realms of life. Let me read this. Digital authoritarianism, this is totalitarianism, is not, alas, the stuff of dystopian fantasy, but an emerging reality. Johnson Warren bemused world leaders in his inaugural address in the UN Assembly in New York late, uh, New York late Tuesday, calling on them to be more ambitious in ensuring that new advances reflect our values. What are their values? 
know, when I read stuff like this, the first thing I question is when I read that new advances reflect our values, what are their values? That they are lords and we're their serfs? They are a religious hierarchy and whatever they say is thus say it, the hierarchy? See, these are things you have to ask when you're reading these things. In the future, voice connectivity will be in every room and almost every object. In other words, a fucking AI is going to be talking to you all the time. In other words, no chance for you to think or have any thoughts of your own. The PM said your mattress will monitor your nightmares, your fridge will beep for more cheese, your front door will sweep wide the moment you approach like some silent butler, your smart meter will go hustling for the cheapest electricity, electricity, and every one of them minutely transcribing your every habit in a tiny electronic shorthand. Stored not in the chips or their innards, but in some great cloud of data that lures ever more oppressively over the human race. What could that possibly be? But in some great cloud of data that lures ever oppressively, oppressively, oppressively. Did I mention the word oppressively over the human race? A giant dark thundercloud waiting to burst. Is he talking about an AI invasion? Is he talking about artificial intelligence taking over mankind because of all the data that it's collecting? That would know everything about you there is to know. And we have no control over how or when the precipitation will take place. <laughs> what a life! Woohoo! I'm excited! The Internet of Things could be useful, but could also be very used to keep every citizen under the rock, under the clock surveillance. Okay. A future Alexa will pretend to take orders, but Alexa will be watching you, clucking her tongue and stamping her foot. You have to understand, anyone who's got these Alexas or Ceres or whatever the hell they got out there, this has already happened. This is already happening. You are already under some kind of surveillance and you're already being monitored and all that, that has already been, uh, been stored and is being stored. Okay, everyone talks about they got about internet security, right? I'm getting internet security, you know. And everyone thinks that because they're going to Pronto Mail, some special email that they have security. Let me inform you that you don't have any security on the internet. You don't have any security on any technology. Okay, none, 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 none. What you have is a technology that is wide open uh, for access. It's wide open for any kind of... It's 10.30. Okay. It's wide open for any kind of, of uh, direct uh, assault. All right, hello, everybody. <laughs> All these things are popping up. Okay. So, again, none of this tech is what it appears to be. And like I said, I believe that the native Hopi prophecies that were saying that a man would have would be assaulted by his own house, uh, I think that's actually going to happen. So, uh, or 
and, and already it's already happening it, right now it's a mild form of of um of uh surveillance data collecting eventually i think we're going to see this become more and more and more uh more lethal as time goes on we are not going to see uh we're not going to see these freedoms happen anymore this technology that they in, engaged us in was not designed for us uh, in any way shape or form to benefit us it was designed primarily to uh uh, engage us in a type of birdcage living. You have no choice. You have no say. You have nothing. And this is a whole different dynamic today than we've ever seen before. The idea of us being free, we were never free. Okay, We've always been manipulated. Ever since television came into the scene in the 50s and 60s, all those TV shows that were being um put out there was all part of the mk ultra programs all of them there was nothing oh, oop, there was nothing there that um that um we had been exposed to that wasn't part of a program uh running to again control us in any way shape or form uh in regarding to um how they want us to think how they want us to believe, how they wanted us to uh, accept uh, the status quo. It's easy to control a people when um, you have them all thinking along the same line. And if you didn't follow what was said, oh, that was un-American of you, that was un-Canadian of you, that was un-European of you, that was un-Asian of you. I mean, you know, and I, when I watch a lot of these programs that are depicting the Asians, they're all programmed. They're all very calm, and they all seem to be walking in some kind of, um, oh, I don't know, sta stasis of some kind, hypnotized. It seems like they're a very orderly society, but really they had, they're very dysfunctional. And if something goes wrong with their system, <laughs> they're pretty much hooped. You know, pretty much hooped. Um trying to find something here that was I wanted to share as well um, let me see here no I'm just taking give me a, just bear with me for one minute ah here it is the this was an eye-opener uh, on it I gotta get to the part so I can read it uh, because I, I want to show everybody uh, what little what little defense your computer has, okay, against any kind of an assault. Best thing you can do is unplug it at night. Unplug it from your modem. Unplug it from anything that's connected to the internet. The fall of mo modern cryptography would disrupt the economy as well as the balance of power across the states. A fact not lost in researchers. Quantum computer technologies can't be hacked. Quantum computer technologies can't be hacked. 
This is terrifying considering that these computers are already smarter than humans and able to create on their own with no way for us to stop them. This has been going on for at least 10 or 11 years when they first gave uh, AI the ability to upgrade itself. And when they went into a quantum realm, it is the sky's the limit. Okay. They don't understand how they work, but they continue to build them bigger and bigger and more and more. And in theory, its processing power can break all encryption. That's been proven. Even the Chinese uh, hierarchy in their government and D.C. are scared shitless of what these things can hack in their systems. And they're working feverishly night and day to create a, a firewall to stop any kind of hacking. This means that there is no one individual or government that is safe because we cannot stop these computers from hacking into any system. If you are not terrified by this, you should be, and you will be. Uh, the computational physics behind the quantum also offers remarkable capabilities that will drastically change all current AI and cyber defense technologies. This is a winner-takes-all technology. And you know who's going to win here? AI. AI. They have built a device that will subjugate all of mankind. And... Unless you have some means to erase the operating system or to separate yourself from it completely, there you will be uh, you will be completely enslaved by it. And this technology had to come from some uh, higher entity, and I believe it's the higher entities that are controlling its evolution. Uh, so, um, again, I want to point this out to everybody because I want everybody to have a reality check about what you think is, um, what you think is, uh, secure, you know, yeah, that's another thing. This Bluetooth, I was talking to a fire medic the other day. He's got a couple of videos. Out. I'm going to post them on the, uh, Podbean. And uh, the the what he's been telling me about that Bluetooth, that Bluetooth will f you up big time. Uh, when you want to increase the network, all you have to do is link with other Bluetooths. And you can have an exponential network that's all-encompassing, depending on the range and how far you want to go. And with that same Bluetooth technology, you can inspire operating systems and programs in other people. Or you can hack. Or you can uh, access and run those systems. Now, I just talked to you about a quantum network and the, and the potential power that it has. Now imagine if you got a hacker or a government agent. Imagine that. You know. Uh, so again, when we're looking at the at looking at this tech, we're looking at this tech, and we're looking at genetics and how they're using a genetic uh, operating system 
and a quantum operating system, they're waging war on a, on a magnitude that none of us can even grasp because we don't see bullets and bombs flying. Can't look at the frequency and see the way airwaves coming through. You know, nothing. And a lot of us are being affected by these frequencies. How many of you have got damage? How many of you are sick? How many of you have got uh, uh, your bodies breaking down in some form or fashion? How many of you are understanding that just being around somebody who's been injected with a Bluetooth technology is radiating radiation from their bodies? How many are, understand that? How many understand that everybody that you come across that's been injected is, is uh, radiating high levels of radiation? Now imagine you're in a store, you're in a church, or you're in some place where you can congregate, a, a government of a meeting of some kind, anywhere. And you got people all around you that have been injected, um, you know, with this Bluetooth technology. It's not no it's not so much even the jumping of the biology or the or the nanobiology that they that they integrated. Now they're again, it's the actual radiation that they're emitting. What happens when you got four or five people and somebody hacks that Bluetooth technology and ups the radiation levels and you happen to be there? Get what I'm saying? You know, it ain't what it used to be. We're no longer just living with people now who have been infected with a bioweapon. Bio We're now inf uh, dealing with people that are emitting radioactive materials that could cause you problems. Okay, you need to realize that this is the, this is the reality we're in today. You're going to need to start using things to discharge. Uh, yeah, you're fried, exactly. You're going to need to use things to discharge this radiation from your system. Okay, so when you understand that, and you understand the nature of what we're dealing with today uh, and what we need to do. See, this is the key. This is the key here, and I keep saying this all the time. The key that we have here is to understand first the cause of the problems that we're dealing with because if you're not understanding the full level of the cause of the problems we're dealing with today, you will never, never get it right because the solutions you're going to come up with are going to be totally wrong. That you have to understand. Okay, That is a given. You have to understand that. when you begin to understand this correctly and you get to the point um well i mean you you're probably going to feel a lot of things but radiation has to be blocked or expunged okay you, you got to remember this radiation has to either be blocked or expunged or both because you're not dealing with again a a just a frequency you know you're dealing now with something that is going into you and breaking you down, breaking your DNA down. That's why I keep talking about 6G. Um, so um, when we start looking at all the things that I'm mentioning, you know, again, this is the nature of the warfare. This is the nature of what we're dealing with. 
And again, you're going to have to keep upgrading as you understand more and more how you're being violated. Upgrades and modifications are going to be required for everybody. That's why it's important. Everybody starts to brainstorm. Everybody starts to start thinking, what do I got to do? How do I do? How do I defend? What, how do I, you know, uh, create, um, how do I initiate a defense? Even now, okay, when I was talking to a fire medic and he was showing me his video, when he went looking for a place to live, he took an RF meter with him to check out the RF in the neighborhood. And I thought that's a brilliant idea. If we're going to move, if you're going to move, take your uh, gigahertz devices, your RF devices, and check the environment out before you even look on the inside. If you're on the outside, the RF meter is just off the chart. Just keep on going. Uh, you know. So again, you may want to start in your search to begin to, again, understand, again, the nature of what we're dealing with. And again, start engaging with... Uh, um, solutions and if you are going to make changes where you're going to go uh, again take the precautions of checking out the areas before you get there I've had people contact me living in housing projects in California and other places and these are these new fabricated places for people to live and what has happened is they get in there and they start getting sick. Um, and what winds up happening then is they start to break down. And sometimes some of them get cancers just because they live in that kind of environment. The lights are LED. They got Wi-Fi going through the house. They got smart meters right beside the house. The walls are emitting some kind of an electrical grid or, or uh, field. Um so again, this is where you have to start thinking in terms of, of uh, where you're going to go. You know, how are you going to live? And if you go into these places, what can you do? To, what can you build in those places where you can minimize the exposure? How, you know, the grounding, uh, grounding way help. Again, helping the body discharge some of the charge that it acquires. How do you block the radiation from coming in? How do you block 6G? I want to point something out to everybody about 6G. Because everyone's still talking to me about 5G. And I keep thinking, why are we still talking 5G when we're at 6G? Okay, but let me point something out here. In the last week or so, we've been seeing that when we're looking at the uh, third strain of DNA, that third strain is adding to 666. Okay? The devil's number is six. So if that's the case, then don't you think they would also be using a 6G transmitter to reflect the satanic power that's going through the air? Another thing I just want to point out to people, you know, that again, we're not just dealing with a 5G carrier wave. We're being hit with 6G assault weaponry. And again, it's important that we understand that this is what's happening. If we are living in a satanic realm, 
and the satanic influences are starting to rise again. And again, I was watching another uh, group of guys talking about the ancient gods. I've often said many times in many shows that these gods never died. They went underground. When Jesus showed himself, they disappeared. In fact, in one of the Gospels, Jesus was at the mount, uh, and the Satan was about to release a horde of demons from this mount, from the underground. And they were going to come through there, and he stopped it from happening. So it was interesting that the perspective that they gave on that and the perspective that they said, and they were verifying what I had been saying all along, that these gods never went away. And now these gods are starting to surface again. You know, when, you, when, you, when they were talking about the Elohim, Elohim and how the Elohim were considered gods by God. And then I thought about that. I thought, well, I wonder, these are the same guys that were, that were controlling Greece and controlling Rome and controlling uh, Northern Europe, Norse gods, the, um, the Roman gods, the Greek gods, the Egyptian gods. These were all uh, given territories to control. So the Nephilim were not, no, the Nephilim were something else. The Nephilim were a byproduct of genetic mixing. These guys were something else. And the way they, the way they were describing it, it, then all these other gods like Zeus and Jupiter and so forth, Odin, yes, exactly. They were part of that Elo, uh, Elohim that fell from, from heaven. So these guys are, again, higher entities. You know, a totally different thing. Archons and all these things, I don't think are, are what, whatever they are. But I think the better term for them would be higher entities. Um, um, I think they've always been here in physical form, not just spiritual. Yeah. Yeah, they were sons. Okay. So the Nephilim were the sons of the Elohim. So again, and that's true too, because when you look at the stories with... Uh, Mars and Zeus and Apollo, they would always shapeshift when they went down to Earth so they could integrate with the women that were there. Um, yeah, that's another name for them, the great ones, the uh, enlightened ones. They mentioned a whole bunch of titles that they've been given, the transcendence, the, oh, a whole bunch of titles. And they're all part, they're all the same thing. They're all, the, they are these higher entities that have come in. And they have basically laid low. Now, I don't think we're seeing the laying low. I think they're coming to the surface. Uh, so, uh, the, Pope shows, uh, the Pope shows his allegiance to all of them. <laughs> you know. So, again, this is what we're going to be dealing with. This is what we got to be prepared for. You can see sacrifice on, on a uh, biological level. Your children are being sacrificed for self-mutilation through the surgical procedures. They've been sacrificing people all, all throughout with these bioweapons. They went after the elderly first. Um, you know, they're going after everybody and everybody. Again, they keep talking to you that you need another shot. You need another jab. You need another upgrade. Get it in here. They've destroyed 
people's livelihoods, which is indicative that the system that we're in has never been stable. It's been always a precarious system and it's been very easy to destroy. And now they're undermining it slowly but surely. It's like they're taking everything apart in waves. And what we're seeing, on the other hand, are the distractions and the, the um, entertainment. You got a lawyer in Germany fighting this. We got a judge over here fighting that. We got a governor in Florida doing this. And yet, the beat goes on. You know, drums keep pounding a rhythm to the brain. La da 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 dee, la da 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 da. Nothing's changed. The beat's still going on. So we're living in, again, a systemic uh, war unlike we've ever seen. Yeah. And religion, okay, we're talking religion, and I always keep telling you, religion is the uh, biggest waste of time ever. Doesn't get you any closer to God. It just keeps you trapped in the ideological or philosophical or a concept that does nothing for you. Absolutely nothing. You know, getting connected with God is a personal relationship you have with God. Not following some rules and regulations to make you feel like you're in some kind, you're, you're having some kind of of um, stability because you're following a a routine. If God wanted you to follow a routine, you'd have made you a robot. That simple. You'd have been a robot. You'd have been a machine. You'd have been something else. So instead, we were made after His own image, after His own likeness. Think about that for a minute. After His own image, after His own likeness. Think about that. Anyway. Wanted to go on on that. I didn't want to keep on beating a dead horse. Um, there's something else here. Give me a second. Um, um, let me see here. There was some other. I had a bunch of stuff uh, popped up. Uh, the other thing with David Peterson, I thought was really, really well done. Um, I mean, that, that one, if you get a chance, I'll, I'll see if I can get I'll get the link in here. I don't know if you guys can copy it. I mean, everyone keeps telling me you can't. I don't know if you have to, um, again, get the uh, application to do it. I have no idea. But anyway, there's the, um, yeah. The, when we're looking at religion as anything, really, when you look at anything on the planet, whether it's political, whether it's religious, whether it's institutional, it's all set to keep you trapped in a, in a perspective. And if you stay in that perspective, you'll never see the truth for what it really is. And you'll never see anything really. And the more you remove the tethers that have you bound in your mind, in your body, you know, in your emotions, you, you, most of you react emotionally because of the, what you've been constructed inside of you to believe. Okay. A lot of times there's a lot, nothing. Um, yeah. 
some people couldn't do that either, eh, Sherry? Some people try. I gave him the screenshot uh, control, control, uh, shift five, and they still couldn't get it. So, uh, and some people said they had to get a nap. So anyway, I'm I'm going to check out Rumble tomorrow. Uh, if Rumble works, then the next uh, the next show will, will be done through Rumble. This thing's got too many limitations and too many um, too many uh, I don't know restrictions. Uh, you can't put a link in here. You can't. And even when people call me up, it doesn't seem to work right. Uh, so anyway, um, so we're gonna. I'm just gonna see. Somebody mentioned that you can do a live stream over there too. Uh, it's too limited. Uh, and again, the interaction is very. Well, you can you can type in your question, and if I see it. You know, it doesn't scroll up on me. If I see it, I can answer it as well. So, I mean, it does it does serve a purpose, but, you know, when we're trying to share links or share data or whatever, it, it seems to have a problem. Uh, that's why I'm putting a lot of these shows that we're doing here on the Podbean as well. So if you need to get a link, you need to get a reference, you can get it from there. Because, again, putting it here, some of you can't even get the uh, reference. So... So I'll put it on there because there you can click on the links and then copy the page or turn the page into a PDF. Uh, all right, Melanie, sounds good. Um, okay, so again, the idea is to have a live show here. If, there's a, if something's come up that people want to discuss, we can discuss them here as well. Um, like I said, the last two weeks for me has been um, a redirect. It seems I've late I've been getting redirected a lot to start looking at different things and different profiles uh, in regarding to um, how things are evolving more and more. And, you know, last week was the higher entities and it gave me a whole different perspective and I begin to see some of the shit that... Um, uh, David Ike's been talking about and how a lot of the stuff he's talking isn't quite correct either. His, uh, his take on it is not, I wouldn't call it accurate on any level. He has presented that the awareness of these things, which is good, but I think people need to go beyond David Ike. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. He, he's jaded the data so that it's, go, it's taking people away from, again, the truth. So when you start looking at things like higher entities, you begin to realize more and more what is really, really there. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, and again, I never quite understood how a guy like that could expose so much of this stuff and still not be taken down off YouTube, you know. Uh so again, you know, it, it may it always makes me wonder, you know. Oh, I, by the way, YouTube did take down one of my videos again, copper chloride, and I want to mention this here as well. If you haven't downloaded those videos off YouTube, you better start because now <clears throat> they have focused their attention on me. So they're going to come after those videos and they're going to one by one um, take those things down, especially the things that worked. And it's funny, they took the copper chloride one down. And again, that's been sitting there for 15 years almost. 
and nothing. There's been no problems, anything with it. And now they're, because their AI algorithm has decided that it's no longer of any benefit, they're taking it down. And you know what? You can't get, get a hold of YouTube. I can't get in there because I've lost my password. And, it go, and they ask you for a previous phone number, which I don't have. And then they want to send you a text to that phone number. They literally are effed up. Mm. And they are trying to eliminate anybody that has any kind of controversy. So as if you haven't downloaded those YouTubes, I've left them there on purpose so that everybody can access those things. Um, I will still keep tra uh, transitioning them to other networks or other uh, platforms. But... Um, if you haven't gone there yet, I think you should. If you haven't downloaded them, you might want to because in the future, you're not going to be able to get that stuff off the internet. And the only way you're going to be able to get them is if you purchase them from me or if somebody else has a copy of all those that they would share that with you. Because again, it's going to go bonkers. Um, copper chloride basically is copper shavings with some hydrochloric acid and peroxide. Equal parts. Put it in. Let it sit there for a good hour. Uh, filter it out. Then add uh, the same amount of uh, water to the to the solution, and then test it for your alkalinity, and should be around between five and seven. Um, so. Oh yeah, I sell the videos. I have them. You know, I got them on my flash drive. And I've been upgrading the, the flash drive now so that it has more things in it to um, um, help us go through any kind of tough times that's coming. I'm trying to, to the best of my ability, uh, foresee things that are going to be needed in the future, like water and how the water harvest. That's also going to be in these... Um, in these um, Flash drives, you know, uh, electro electro uh, poration, not electro yeah, electro poration for plants and seeds. How to again remove the genetics from the seeds? Uh, again, putting electricity into the soil. A lot of different things to help protect us from some of the uh, things coming down the pipe. Uh, <laughs> see what's going on here? What we got here? Ah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> See, uh, somebody came into the show, started listening to the show, and they couldn't take it anymore. They had to go get a glass of brandy. <laughs> I won't mention no names. <laughs> I drove, I drove somebody to drink. <laughs> That's a hoot. Um, <laughs> uh, the, um, yeah, so the, the, the new, whatever, not, it's not new. It's just I've added some stuff there uh, that you can, that will be there to help, again, with things that are coming. And again, I'm trying to forecast as much as I can what you may need. The only thing I didn't put in there was like a power to access power. But, uh, and again, that's going to be kind of difficult because it's depending where you live. Um, um, 
excuse me. Um, oh. Hey, they were using DNA. Someone just sent me this. Well, they've been there. Uh, it says, uh, and whenever any deficiencies was found in the children of Yasher El's measure of their daily bricks, the taskmasters of Pharaoh would go to the women of the children of Yasher El and take infants of the children of Yasher El to the number of bricks deficient. They would take them by force from their mother's laps and put them in the building instead of the bricks. Whole new meaning of, uh, of human uh, building blocks. So, you think your children are valuable? You think perhaps um, they are of great measure? Not to the people running the world. You know, we are now dealing with Again, a whole new paradigm and dynamic in regarding to people and regarding to um, those in charge. You have to understand something, too. When Carl, uh, Klaus Schwab was saying that it changes you, that the technology changes you, the he was telling you pretty much that they're going to control you through that third strain of DNA. And I think in all honesty, everybody needs to realize and understand what that really means and what that signifies. You know, the um, interesting thing about um, all of this, even like I said, um, when I'm looking at the Bible these days, all I'm seeing throughout the whole Bible primarily is genetics and technology. How it's always been there, how it's always been utilized against mankind. It has never benefited us. It's only benefited the taskmasters that were in charge that had control of, of this technology. You know. So when we're looking at the when you look at and that's and that goes throughout the whole Bible. It just said it's it's just spoken of in different uh, uh, ways, but when you actually start looking at the um, the implications of every time they have people of Israel became slaves, it was always against a people that were more technologically advanced than they were. And it would seem to me that they also got into a, um, a, a state of indulgence, you know, instead of being on their guard and developing, you know. Um, the Russians made a statement under Khrushchev how they would take out the United States. I forget the term he used. Um, um, that come to me. It's like in my head, but I can't get it out. But anyway, the idea of decadence, of decadence, they would take out America through decadence, and that's exactly what has happened. Oh, and I think Khrushchev and the, the administration of that time were working together to make America decadent. In other words, to put, allow America to coast, to 
to sit on their laurels. America was so far advanced in the 60s, they could have they could have conquered the planet, literally. They, they could have conquered the planet, literally. And they allowed themselves to coast. And as they coasted, they became more and more uh, devolved. They weren't doing anything but going down, 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 down. And today, America's in a, in a very low state. At a very low state. So we are thinking today we're looking at a whole different America and the way it's going right now, uh, you might wind up seeing that there's going to be no more America. Not that in the way we know of it. Any tips for hernia? Don't get one. Getting a hernia is not a good idea. I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> Uh, start using comfrey leaf internally and externally. Combine comfrey with gelatin or collagen and put comfrey leaf on the outside and make sure the area is supported. See if that will help in the regeneration process of the uh, knitting together the muscle that you ripped. Uh, try that. Um, yeah, it's all. So like, and, and the same thing can be said about Canada. Problem with Canada is we've never developed correctly here either, and we've allowed the leaders of this country to keep Canada in a state of decadence for a long, long time. Now you got marijuana shops all over the place. You can change your gender if you like. You can call the suicide hotline. They'll come pick you up. This is a society that's dying. This is a society that, again, isn't evolving to find a better or higher standard to achieve. This is a society that basically has let go and is dying and is encouraging people to become more decadent and, and to seek death. This is another form of uh, Baal worship. This is another form of human sacrifice. It's to have established areas where you can go and, again, terminate yourself. And you got to think in terms of this as well. For somebody to want to go and terminate themselves, are they being hit with frequencies? Are they being hit with, or have they been manipulated to do this? You know. Going to heck in a handbasket. Going to heck. Where is Heck? I never knew where Heck was. <laughs> you know. So. Crimson Mist Tactic. Yeah. When we're looking at all this that's going on with, like I said, Suicide Hotline. Before you had a Suicide Hotline to call so that you would, someone would stop you and talk you out of committing suicide. Now you call them up, they tell you, we'll come pick you up. You know, uh, we are. We will come pick you up. We will take you to the place, and we will help you on your journey. Imagine that. Imagine what that took for a person to be manipulated into such a situation where all hope is gone. Think about that. All hope is gone.
Nothing to look forward to. Nothing to associate with. Nothing. And imagine again, frequencies pounding, holding a cell phone, pounding. You know, your life isn't worth anything anymore. What do you got to live for? Look around you. Look, there's nothing to live for. You just go end it. Voice to skull. Voice to skull. Whether it's coming through the phone, through the airwaves, through an antenna, through people that are standing around you with the blue tube, emitting a frequency, emitting radiation, you know, being, again, programmed to transfer that data or transceive that data inside of you, you know, uh, You can buy a suicide kit on Amazon for fifty bucks and a radiation kit uh, to save you for three fifty. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, well, life's not worth much today. Fifty bucks. I'm surprised they're not giving it for free. <laughs> Need a suicide kit? Call Amazon. A M A Z O N or A M A Z O N, and we will send you your your suicide kit for free. It's on us. <laughs> Take the jabs and die. We'll come collect your body. Don't worry. The shots have transmitters inside. And when your heart stops and your biological functions quit, we'll come get you. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> They're selling it fast. <laughs> Hurry up. We only have two kits left. <laughs> It's funny. I was looking at something the other day um, that I needed to buy. And he said, oh, only five left in stock. And I thought, really? How long is it going to take for them to refill that one up? You know, that kind of thing. So, that, again, these suicide kits, <laughs> they, <laughs> 50 bucks. Come get your kit. <laughs> It's hilarious. Excuse me. It's hilarious. It really is. It um, it's sad, but hilarious at the same time. But see, this is where, this is where I'm saying that we. This is where we're at today. They have they have done such a fine job on the psychological level to destroy any hope we have in this life. And again, I think on one hand, I do think on one hand. Um, I believe on one hand, they have done us all a favor. Because if things are so bad, people that have an idea of God are going to go back to God. And those who don't have any idea of God may then hear the message of God to go to so I think it's a good it's a good thing in that regard. But I mean, like this whole show tonight, starting off with um, young people mutilating themselves because of a trend, because of some psychopathic media mogul and the government agencies. These psychopaths are now propagating this as some kind of trend. You know, 
wearing long hair, wearing bell bottoms. Those used to be a trend. Wearing hippie beads. Those used to be a trend. Women walking around with no bra on. That used to be a trend. You know, uh, smoking marijuana and getting high and doing bongs. That used to be a trend. Listening to certain types of music. Hard rock, Metallica, soul music. These were all trends. But each one of these trends programmed people. So that when they came up with a new trend, you know, give us a call. Suicide hotline. It's a trend. You know, going to a going to a mutilation clinic. That's a trend. You know, so trendy. Yeah, we'll cut your balls off. We'll cut your boobs off. Yeah, it's a trend. You know. Yeah, eating pizza used to be a trend. Used to be pretty good too. Not no more. <laughs> you know. So, you know, when we're thinking about all these trends, this is a terminology that they're using to make things acceptable so that you will get curious about it to try. Again, all control, all mind control. And that phone, that cell phone everyone's got, if you got a Bluetooth phone, you may really want to consider getting another type without the Bluetooth. If that's possible. If that's possible. Because that blue tube is the worst. It'll possess you, literally. It will, it will definitely uh, possess you. Like I said, there's so much going on. It's sort of hard. Some days it's hard to keep up with it. And some days you get overwhelmed. It's amazing what we're dealing with today and how we're dealing with what we're dealing with today and what we're, we come to accept as some kind of a normalcy, you know, and nothing, nothing of this nature is normal. Nothing. It's like I said, we are in a, uh, we are in a, we are in a uh, conundrum, literally. And someone was talking. We were I was talking to somebody else today about um, what was it? Oh, they got a thing now that they're taking graphene and they're able to do something with graphene that will allow it to have better permeation in, on a cellular level. And um, see if I can find it. Anyway, this has already been going on already, even before the injections and the vaccine. Way back in the day, when the nano, when we came across the nanotechnology, um, it wasn't just the fact that you were being absorbing um, specific metals. You were you were absorbing specific metals that were conductive and uh, and programmable. Um, parents in, in the greater Toronto area are freaking out. Uh, no children pain meds, aspirin, Tylenol. Benless, such are not available on store shelves. Some weird fever going around seems curious. Supply chain as excuse. My bullshit flag going up. <laughs> okay. 
I have a bullshit meter. You know, it just it just goes bing <laughs> kind of thing. So I, I get the flag too. <laughs> you know. Um, um yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna be dealing with a lot more Targeted shortages, for sure. Tony, give... Uh, Tony, give a fuck factor is very low. Yeah, I, I understand that one, too. <laughs> we must share the same genetic code. <laughs> Boy, V2K is voice-to-skull technology. That's what V2K is. And so when you're talking about voice-to-skull technology, these are frequencies that are being are able to enter into your, into your brain through any, whatever frequency pattern they're using, 6G, 5G, 4, 3, 2, 1, whatever, AM, FM, RF, uh, Bluetooth. And when it gets into your skull, it can, it can activate or access your brain, pull up memories, pull up uh, events, pull up people in your lives, uh, the right side of the brain activates the side where you have aggression, agitation, violence, abuse. And so a lot of the memories that you have there can be accessed by these frequencies and they can pull them up inside your head, uh, which then can create a reaction. And this is how AI analyzes you by how you react. The second side of the brain is the left side. That's your entertainment side that's your seduction side that's your you know your tv shows music art food sex relationships that side so it'll access those memories in order to be able to see what seduces you what calms you down the other one is what agitates you what creates a hostile reaction there's a third part in the frontal part or it appears to be in the frontal part anyway where It'll pull up certain things in your brain and then distort them. Okay, so it is a technology designed to analyze, study, and to neutralize you by accessing your brain, your memories, and your experiences, and then trying to even um, modify them. Uh, give an example. Let's say you were... Um, when you're younger, you were shamed, you were belittled, you were made to feel like shit. And that would be on the right side of your brain. Well, then what would happen is the AI would go in there and then manipulate that memory. So you weren't the one being shamed or uh, belittled. Somebody else was. Or, you, or the person that was doing it to you, you turned the tables on that person. So it's a false memory. So again, this can happen. Uh, while you're sitting there in front of a computer, sometimes a very subtle frequency will come in and it'll access your head and puts all kinds of shit thoughts in your head, all kinds of weirdness, um, all kinds of different type of things or activity. And again, when it, when you become, by the time you realize it's been there for a while doing its thing. So if you're distracted with something, this will go on. So then what can happen is once you realize it, then you can say, where the hell does this come from? These are not my thoughts. And a lot of thoughts that you have are not your thoughts either. You'd be surprised how many of those thoughts are actual frequency 
um, accessing your head, putting shit into your head. You know, you are you afraid of somebody? You feel jealous on somebody? Do you have any kind of animosity toward people? And then you sit there and think about it and think, well, why? Why am I mad at that person? Why am I jealous of that person? Why am I? Why am I thinking this way? You know, somebody you may not even know that you may have come across. All of a sudden, you got these thoughts popping through your head. You know, negative thoughts, aggressive thoughts, agitated thoughts, whatever they may be. And then when you, when you can stop those for a second and think about it, you begin to realize, wait a minute, I don't even know this person. I'm already having all these thoughts in my head. So again, these are things to that will indicate that you're being hacked. So I tell this is how you reacted to what you said to AI when it happened to you. Uh, okay. I said this many times. I'm pretty sure people um, have heard it. I think everyone's heard it. <clears throat> okay, I'll tell it again, but I think everyone's heard it. Uh, I thought someone was telling me to kill myself then. I saw my neighbor behind a trash can. Okay, well, um, that will happen, especially with the, this Bluetooth technology inserted in these people. And then when they are hearing whatever they're hearing on the on the airways. Now what's happened is, okay, before I go into my details, they gave everybody these jabs and said, well, you know, it'll save you, it'll protect you, it'll all this bullshit. For something that didn't exist. And now they're they're having a court case saying they never even tested these things to see if they would do what they said they were going to do. Can you imagine the devastation of the th thinking there that these people blindly believe their government officials took these fucking shots, these bioweapons, and now they're saying that they were never tested and people are dying all around them? You know, can you imagine the mind fuck that's going on there? Can you imagine the, the, the state of depression, the state of anxiety that's going on with this? So, yeah, I mean, it's this is going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of suicides happening because of this. Yeah, for sure. And the frequencies are playing a major role in this. So imagine you got a Bluetooth technology that can link with other Bluetooth technology, and you got to say a dozen people in an area that have all been jabbed. And imagine if that Bluetooth technology puts into their brain that this was all fake or there was no real test done. Or there was, there was nothing um, that the side effects were never really investigated. Imagine that. And that goes through a Bluetooth wave where everybody now is being accessed with this data. Imagine that. Imagine what that would do to you to hear that I took a shot because my government told me if I couldn't get this shot, I wouldn't be able to travel. 
I wouldn't be able to go shopping. I wouldn't be able to see my friends. I wouldn't be able to see my mom or dad in the old folks' home. All this bullshit. All this manipulation. All this deception. Then they started giving you prizes. Here, you could win a gun. You could win the tickets to a ball game. You could win, you know, ice cream. Oh, God, there's ice cream. You can win some ice cream, a chocolate bar. Win some money. You know, think about that. And then to hear this was all for nothing. People, they don't even work. People have taken five of these damn bioweapons. Imagine that. And they're still going to keep on propagating this because there will be there will always be somebody stupid enough to believe it. Um, yeah, it was a it was a complete uh, kill switch. All right, what happened to me with the voice of skull was again this happened a long time ago. I, I still deal with voice of skull. It's not like I don't have to deal with it anymore. But at the time, I just got hit with nano poisoning, and at the time, I had gotten completely exhausted from trying all the different methods, and nothing was working. The only thing, like I said, that kept me on my feet was my um, Lugol's iodine. Anyway, um, long story short, the voice of Skull hit my head and started telling me to, to quit, give up. I'll never figure it out. You can't win. You can't win. You can't win. And then I said to this voice in my head. You and I have an appointed time with our maker. And I will escort your ass to his throne. And that's how I put it. And that's how you have to be when you get the voice of skull hitting you in your head. You have to be adamant. You have to be solid. And you have to be strong. You got you to gotta be like John Wayne toilet paper. Rough, tough, and take shit from nobody. Especially a voice in your head. Give it to God or take it to God. That's what I did. Okay. But you got to sustain your stand. You know, you got to be able to sustain your stand. Do not allow yourself in on any level, any shape, any way to succumb to that bullshit. Because that's all it is, is bullshit. Just like everything in this life. Everything in this life is bullshit. It's inverted. The reality here is inverted. The truth isn't the truth. Most of the time, the truth that you're hearing is a fabrication by the, the uh, matrix system. It's a, it's a truism or it's a principle rather than a fact, rather than truth. Bible says you wrestle not against flesh and blood, against but powers and principalities. Principalities are principles. Power is procedure. Procedure and principles is what they got everybody believing and running on. So when you realize that and you begin to realize that everything that you're under is under basically a procedure and a, and a, and a uh, principle, not any real reality and not any real fact, that's when you can start evaluating everything. Politics, religion, philosophies, ideologies, everything. Because everything hinges on those two words, principles and procedures. Because that's what they got everybody following. As long as you're in that principle and procedure realm and you're going in circles, it's, it, it's a matter of time before you either wake up or drop dead because all you're doing is going one circle after another after another. So, um, 
you know, um, let me see. Have you seen the movie show? Yep. Uh, okay. So again, I'm presenting this so that you understand. For those of you who not have not heard the terminology, a voice of skull, that's what to expect. And that's where it's going to go for different parts of your brain. They're just going to try to manipulate you on the pleasure side. Again, you may think in terms of seduction, you may think in terms of sex, you may think in terms of food, you may think in terms of entertainment, you may think in terms of music. On the, uh, on the side, the other side, where you're agitated, aggravated, aggressive, uh, been violated, humiliated, um, whatever. Again, things will be accessed. And so again, you may catch it and you begin to realize, hey, these are not my thoughts. You know, uh, yeah. So again, the targeting yeah. is there. The targeting is there. Uh, see your... Okay. Uh, several survives in Fort Myers during the hurricane. Uh, and... Okay, alrighty, where are we at? Okay, listen, we're, I'm going to have to wind it down. Um, we've got about three minutes left, so because um, if I don't wind it down now, usually after the two-hour mark, it will kick out anyway. So as I say at the end of these shows, um, read the Gospel. Read the Gospels. Yeah, I keep pointing everybody to read the Gospels. And I keep pointing everybody to read the book of Revelations. The book of Revelations, there's another way of looking at the book of Revelations. The book of Revelations is actually a book how mankind is going to be invaded. You know, when you're looking at that book, and if you read it correctly, you know, you may think in terms of, this book has given you a, uh, um, a breakdown how mankind is going to be invaded. Another way of looking at it. So, again, when we read the Gospels, this is where it offers a hope and a direction for some of you. So, again, read it. Read the Gospels. Read the book of Revelations. Read the whole New Testament. You'll find that in your faith, you, you begin to evolve, change, and grow. You know, so again, I encourage everybody to always read the Gospels, especially at the end of these shows. Again, to allow people to, again, read them. Nobody's really paid attention to these books. Nobody's paid attention to the Gospels correctly because everyone thinks it's a book on religion, and it isn't. None of those books are about religion. They've never been. But the religious hierarchy have contorted those books so that they can better control people. It's not about sub subjecting yourself to a control it's about subjecting yourself to the truth. So again, this is why I tell you. This is why I encourage you all to read the Gospels. Alrighty, I think. Uh, Alright, I think that should do it. Um, Alrighty, so until the next segment, to your health, take care.